quero começar agradecendo os 58 milhões de brasileiros que votaram em mim no último dia 30 de outubro. Os atuais movimentos populares são fruto de indignação e sentimento de injustiça de como se deu o processo eleitoral. As manifestações pacíficas sempre serão bem-vindas, mas os nossos métodos não podem ser os da esquerda, que sempre prejudicaram a população, como invasão de propriedades, destruição de patrimônio e cerceamento do direito de ir e vir. A direita surgiu de verdade em nosso país. Nossa robusta representação no Congresso mostra a força dos nossos valores, Deus, pátria, família e liberdade. Formamos diversas lideranças pelo Brasil. Nosso sonho segue mais vivos do que nunca. Somos pela ordem e pelo progresso. Mesmo enfrentando todo o sistema, superamos uma pandemia e as consequências de uma guerra. Sempre fui rotulado como antidemocrático e, ao contrário dos meus acusadores, sempre joguei dentro das quatro linhas da Constituição. Nunca falei em controlar ou censurar a mídia e as redes sociais. Enquanto presidente da República e cidadão, continuarei cumprindo todos os mandamentos da nossa Constituição. É uma honra ser o líder de milhões de brasileiros que, como eu, defendem a liberdade econômica, a liberdade religiosa, a liberdade de opinião, a honestidade e as cores verde e amarela da nossa bandeira. Muito obrigado. Okay, it's Tuesday, 1 November in the year of our Lord, 2022. Pretty historic right there in uh, the capital of Brazil. We got uh, the President Bolsonaro. Uh, took all of two minutes. I want to bring in Matthew Tierman. By the way, we got a packed show. We got Cortez in Ohio, Ernie Priate in Pennsylvania, Abe Hamaday running for Attorney General from Arizona. We got Tiffany Justice. We got the uh, gentleman Joseph Pinion. Uh, running against Schumer in New York, Boris Epstein. We are jammed for the entire hour. Next hour, also blockbuster. But we got to start. Matthew Tierman, uh, it should be duly noted. In two minutes, he did not concede. Uh, uh, Bolsonaro did not concede. Are we watching in the streets of Brazil right now a beginning of a Brazilian spring, sir? Well, it's not just in the streets. Uh, because of all the censorship in the recent years, by the court on social media, in the press, and just free speech. They've been attacking it. We've talked about it ad nauseum. You know where the organizing is going on? It's going on in alternative messenger apps like WhatsApp. There is so much activity and mobilization. And by Bolsonaro saying in this non-concession, but this commitment to the Constitution, he said, it is your right under the Constitution, Article 142. You have the right to freely protest. He specifically discouraged lawlessness. He said the Brazil slogan, what's on the flag, order and progress. Those are the words that are stripped across the, the, the earth in the center of the Brazilian flag. He made that appeal, keep orderly, keep legal. He did not concede. Uh, I think he played this right up the middle as he stood with no formal concession and the, the discouraging of lawlessness, complying with the Brazilian constitution, with the people's right to protest and to buy himself time. To, if there is fraud, 
they will investigate it and they will take constitutionally appropriate action. But he did not say one way or the other what they're going to do. There's not going to be a 1970s Latin American military coup, which is what a lot of the lefty press is, you know, jabbering about. That's what he's going to encourage. Uh, January 6th kind of spin. That's not what he's saying. He's saying we're following the Constitution every which way. And that's part of allowing his chief of staff to say uh, there's a transition process as prescribed by the Constitution. We will adhere to it. But this gives them time to figure out the fraud if they can prove it. We all believe that numerically there's a lot of cannery going going on. Oh, there's 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 fraud. There's fraud to prove. Okay, he used a Portuguese phrase. Play, we're going to play within the four lines, which is a phrase from soccer. We're going to play on the pitch. He also said we're defending democracy. Uh, what did you take of, of he said, constitution, uh, no peaceful protests, but we're going to defend democracy and we're going to play within the four lines or play by the rule of law. How did you take that, sir? This is exactly it. He is not going to give them the rope to hang him with. Should they force their transition? Should he not come up with the, the determinants of fraud uh, overwhelmingly so as to change an outcome. Maybe there is no fraud. Hey, we don't know. We weren't programming the machines ourselves. We believe what we believe. We see what we've seen in the first round and the second round. But he is not going to get over his skis, and he's not going to allow them to take the rope of which they will hang him when they take power, put him in a gulag and say, see, he was against the Constitution. He is 100% adhering to the Constitution. He knows the Brazilian people are up in arms. We've seen the spontaneous organic protests overnight with truckers, with borders, with local police. By the way, talking to people on the ground in Brazil, they believe overwhelmingly that the police are going to be the most vociferous to fight because they do not want to see a Lula presidency. Lula will empty the prisons and put their lives at risk. They know that. Everybody is chanting at these things. We will not be led by a transnational criminal. They know what he is. They don't want it. By the way, the, the embarrassment of Joe Biden that came in immediately, so it was a free, fair, and transparent election. The Biden regime, once again, has shown they're a complete clown show. And by the way, under no circumstances should Jake Sullivan go into no, no, no American CIA, military, or members of this administration should go down to Brazil. Very wrong a signal. Uh, we're going to get back to you. Hang on, Matthew. Throughout the hour, we're going to get to this. The, the chief of staff did jump up to the microphone and mumbled something about a transition. Is that set to the Constitution? Because the Associated Press is reporting there is no concession. This is still up in the air. Of course, the Washington Post, and I think the New York Times immediately jumped on it. Oh, that the, what the chief of staff said about commencing a transition process is tantamount to a concession, Matthew Tierman. To act immediately after his uh, conclusionary comments, uh, the New York Times, as we know, uh, <laughs> spins uh, subliminal stuff all the time, lying tabloid activist media par excellence, and they said in the headline, Bolsonaro agrees a transition of power and that this is tantamount to a concession. The AP, which is a wire service, and the AP is hardly a, uh, a fountain of, uh, of truth, but in this it's Geppetto to the New York Times Pinocchio, has said clearly Bolsonaro does not concede, which is true. He did not concede. But having his chief of staff say, we will commit to constitutional transition properties, the prescription under the law, that is the right hedge for them to do until they have overwhelming proof. Matthew, hang on right there. Matthew Tierman, um, giving it to us a straight, fantastic reporting. We've been talking to a lot of people throughout the day. Well, Matthew's going to hang with us. I want to go to Steve Cortez. Steve, you're in and joining us by phone. 
Uh, I should tell you that on um, Getter, uh, Jane Zirkel, uh, uh, Grace Chong, and Mo Banner are going to be doing the taking the Fox feed on Getter. They're going to be having that people can comment and, and jump up there. So I want to make sure everybody understands that the Getter is going to be up at six o'clock. Uh, with Brent Bear and uh, and JD Vance, you're outside there. Give us a, uh, give us an assessment, or where are we in this Ohio sure. race right now, sir? Well, listen, the the energy on the ground here in Ohio is palpable. Uh, every credible poll has JD Vance leading in the area of five to six percent. He's going to take nothing for granted, absolutely zero complacency. But uh, I like the trajectory of this race. The real buzz right now, right here on site. Uh, and we're beginning in an hour, and it's not quite a debate, but it's both candidates in the same room answering questions. Tim Ryan will be here as well. But the buzz is about this story, which just broke. I first saw it on Daily Wire, put it up on my social media, in a questionnaire when he ran for the 2020 presidential race. We're not talking ancient history. Two years ago, uh, in a questionnaire with the ACLU, Tim Ryan said that, number one, he was for defunding ICE. Number two, that he was for a path to citizenship for every single illegal, the tens of millions of, of illegals who are in the United States. Now, that's terrible news for any American, but particularly for Ohio, Steve, because Ohio, tragically, is the third worst state in America for overdose deaths. So we have a nationwide problem with drugs, particularly fentanyl, coming into this country over the Mexican border, but it's a particularly terrible problem for Ohio. That kind of nonsense just won't play here. By, by the way, I got a worse one than him saying he would defund ICE and give 30 million illegal alien citizenship, brother. The cooler stepped in just a moment ago. Liz Cheney is basically endorsing yes. Tim Ryan. against. That's the worst news he could possibly have. Uh, the cooler Steve, stepped in. What's the over I'm and under this? A 10-point loss. I am sending flowers right now to Liz Cheney. Thank you for endorsing Tim Ryan because that is really going to get – the base out in Ohio. And listen, one of the things that one of the challenges of this race is that we had a super competitive primary in Ohio. Okay, that's a good thing. It's a good thing for Ohioans. Good thing for our movement. But when you have a really competitive primary with a lot of quality candidates, it can be difficult to coalesce then before the general. Uh, but when somebody like Liz Cheney steps up and says Tim Ryan is my man, boy, does that help us to coalesce uh, the Republicans, the conservatives, the patriotic populace in Ohio. So yes, yeah, thank you, Liz. Yeah, for, it should be any question. The Mandel, all the Mandel voters that haven't come aboard, come on aboard now. Liz Cheney's endorsed Ryan. Uh, real quickly, Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal, um, uh, editorial today had the analysis of their new polls. Uh, give it to yes. us. Yes. So Wall Street Journal polling showed that the movement among groups who traditionally hadn't voted for Republicans, the movement our way has been absolutely historic, particularly recently suburban women. They show a 26% move on the generic ballot since August among suburban women. That is just a tectonic plate shift politically, and now a double-digit lead for Republicans. Steve, I believe it's almost entirely due to the economy. Women are generally the CFOs of their households. They manage the finances, and they generally pay the bills. We know that is statistically true. So they are hyper-aware of what is happening to their budgets, what inflation is doing to their prosperity, the way it is crushing them, the way credit card debt is, is soaring, and women in mass are saying, enough of this. I'm going to give the Republicans a try. You know what? I'm actually going to quote a guy named, I agree with you partially, but I'm going to quote a guy named Steve Cortez that added the third eye injections. I yeah. think this massive shift, I think a big part of it is the, the, they are the COO of the, they, they run the operation. They run the deal with the family. They know the pressure everybody's under. Uh, but I also think it's the injections. I think that this is the sure. silent majority of people whether it's parental rights, 
uh, the force, you know, vaccines, all the mandates, they've had a belly full of it. They're not, they may not tell their neighbors they're voting for MAGA, they're voting for Republicans, but trust me, they're voting Republican. They've had enough of it. Let's play. Can we play? I want to play the chalk talk, Steve, and get you in here before we lose you to the uh, Fox uh, town hall. Let's go ahead and play it. Patriots, how are Americans paying their bills? They are cash strapped after 18 straight months of declining real wages. So how are they coping with Biden's runaway inflation? Well, the unfortunate reality is largely through credit cards. Let's get to the numbers of the Chalk Talk that is powered by Getter. First, let's talk total debt, not just credit card, overall consumer debt. For the top 10% of earners, according to Bloomberg, there's been no change in their debt level. In other words, the wealthy can handle this level of inflation, but not so for the vast majority of Americans. For the bottom 90% of earners, total consumer debt has exploded up $300 billion in just the last year. Now, a lot of that is via credit cards. Total credit card indebtedness in the United States right now is almost $900 billion. And in the most recent Fed report, it had surged year over year at a 13% clip that is the highest pace in 20 years. Now, here's what makes this game incredibly dangerous right now, rising interest rates because of Biden's inflation. So the rate on an average new credit card is over 21%. And why does it really matter? Well, because only about a third of Americans are paying their credit card tab in full right now. Patriots, let's start fixing this entire mess by electing economic nationalist patriotic populace on November 8th. Uh, Cortez, maybe I take it back. I see the moms that have to juggle those credit cards. With that, right. with, with your chalk talk, maybe I'm back in your corner right now. Walk us through why <laughs> well, that is it so terrible. It doesn't ter- have to be either or. It can be both and, yeah. right? They're both important, but I think it's primarily the economy. Uh, the ejection issue is absolutely important. But when you think of that, Steve, that only a third of Americans right now are paying their credit card bill in full, and that tab that they're running is exploding, plus, high interest rates that are only heading higher. The Fed started a two-day meeting today that excludes tomorrow. Universally expected they're going to raise interest rates by 75 basis points, as they should, but it's going to put those indebted credit card-dependent consumers in an even more precarious situation. Steve, it's not a recession that we're in. We are teetering on the edge of a depression. But here's the good news. We have one week to take action and to reclaim our prosperity. A big part of that is going to be electing J.D. Vance. And I'm confident he's going to crush it tonight in the room with Tim Ryan. And if there are undecided voters out there or people who are leaning one way or the other but not committed, he's going to win them over and run away with this race. Cortez, give me 10 seconds of where do people get you. I'm the getter. I'm just at Steve on uh, Twitter. I'm at Cortez, Steve Cortez with an S. Thank you, sir. You get him on Substack. Steve Cortez, live in Ohio. Short break. Arizona, Pennsylvania, next. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, mypillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go get all the sales. You get pillows, you get sheets, you get towels, bathrobes, moccasins, all of it. But you got to go to mypillow.com, promo code WARROOM. We got the best deals there. Just go. It's got our square, it's got everything on it. We're going to have Abe Hamaday on here in a second talking about uh, the big fight for voter integrity out in Arizona. That's what Mike Lindell's dedicated his life to. It's a reason that you can only get the great stuff by going to MyPella and going to uh, the square that says War Room. Why? Because he's not in Walmart. He's not in Big Box. He's not in Bed Bath & Beyond. He's not on the shopping channels because they yanked him. Why did they yank him? Because he's standing up to make sure that a day like November 8th can happen. Okay, let's just cut to the chase. That's why they did it. Uh, and um, that'll all be addressed in the future, won't it? But you got to win big on November 8th. want to go to Ernie Preate, and nobody knows Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, better than the uh, former Marine. Ernie, you're at the gym, Bognet. Bognet's got to win. This is actually the linchpin race in the country, okay? This is, you know, the, the, this is the, the Delaware Joe takes this as his hometown, although he hadn't been there since the 50s. Give us your sense. You've got a sense for Pennsylvania better than anybody. Give us your sense of where we stand right now in the Keystone State. There's a big red wave coming, Steve. And you've heard it from some of the other commentators across the nation. And I can see it here in Pennsylvania. Gas prices are going up. Uh, at the pump, heating oil prices are doubling, uh, diesel oil prices are tripling, and as a result, people are the, are tracking that in comparison to the Democrats' chances of winning. The higher the gas and oil prices go, the lower the Democrats' chances go of taking the the, the, the House, the Senate, and the, the governorship. It's as simple as that. Economic, economic issues are at the table right now. Ernie, you were with us all in 2020. We kept saying that the key that picked a lot for the national race was Northeast Pennsylvania, particularly the heart of that is the Scranton area. Um, do you have a sense now, because they, the, the Democrats have gone all in. I mean, he's gone all in on Fetterman. He's gone all in on Shapiro. Although, as you notice, Shapiro doesn't make a lot of stops with Biden. Uh, Fetterman has to. Uh, we got to put, we can't get it up now, but there's a CNN piece on Fetterman, another disastrous Fetterman, like doesn't even know where he is. What's the sense? Uh, let's take the federal races first. Bognet in these House races and Fetterman of the Senate. Where do you think that all stands? I think that, the, I think that Jim Bognet's going to win here. This is a district that's been changed, uh, and the Jim has now a little plus uh, with the Trump voters that more in this area than uh, it was in 2020. So there's a real good chance that Jim is going to win this one. This is one of the top 10 uh, races in the House in America. And Jim has put a terrific ground game together. He's been out working very hard. And I'm at a fundraiser for him right now in the city of Scranton. So I, I really think that he's uh, he's got a real shot at knocking off uh, Mr. Cartwright, who's been around for almost a dozen years. 
What about Oz versus Fetterman? Well, and, and Fetterman has been a disaster. Uh, he had another interview today, which he blames inflation of today, of 2022, on the tax cuts of Trump in 2017. It is just nonsense. The guy can't put two sentences together. He couldn't be a, he couldn't sit on a criminal jury. Steve, I was a prosecutor. This guy would never qualify to sit in judgment of another human being. Yet here the Democrats are putting him in a seat in the Senate to decide the greatest issues of our time. What is wrong with them? The, the, the power no. brokers have taken over. They want him to sit there yeah. and push a button and they'll tell him what button to push. Joe Allen, we sent Joe Allen, our transhumanist, back because of the cyborg nature of his campaign. And uh, he says he's not campaigning. He hasn't been at any events. I think he's with you guys today. He's been at Oz events. Because, uh, by the way, do we have the Fetterman? I want to play. Uh, we got time. We're going to get everybody in. Let's play the Fetterman clip from CNN. What do you think the biggest cause of inflation is? And should the Biden administration be doing more? No, I, I just do. I, I think the, uh, that simply is also, Leah, yeah, this talk about the trillions in, in massive tax uh, or tax uh, cuts to the corporate uh, tax uh, structure as well. True. You know, trillions of dollars that have added to the deficit. And and now th they still want to support those as well. True. I think in terms of being very serious about uh, addressing inflation is is making sure that those rates are brought back into a line with what they, they should have been, uh, where they're able to uh, fight uh, the, 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 the deficit. <laughs> Ernie. Look, Steve, he's had a stroke. He's had he's had a stroke. And he can't look. He's had a stroke, but that's why he should have dropped out. So this is not this is not funny or a humorous. Now, that's a guy. By the way, the heartless Democrats. I have a guy that's recovering from a stroke. That's obviously very serious. He's got to release his medical records, and people have to see this. Ernie Preate. You know, Steve, I went to Warden. This guy doesn't understand supply and demand. He doesn't understand anything about economics. He's just there because the uh, the powers that be put him there because he's a hundred percent vote for Biden and AOC. He's not there to make any nuanced judgments. This guy couldn't be a school director in charge of kids, and yet the Democrats are putting him up there to sit in the Senate. Are you crazy? People should okay, be taking this to the hospital people, for uh, people, help. Pe 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 people in, in in the Commonwealth ought to be given that all the history that's happened in the Commonwealth should be furious. This is humiliating. Real quickly, the elephant in the room, Doug Mastriano, bunch of polls out in Trafalgar. You got Oz up. People saying Oz maybe up three, maybe five, six. Obviously, after this thing today, Fetterman, the bottom's going to fall out of that. Where's Doug Mastriano, sir? But Doug is a, a very good campaigner. He's working hard. He's got the Trump people behind him. He's uh, The problem is it doesn't have any money to spend on ads. If he had the money to counteract the $40 million of Shapiro ads, uh, he, he, this might be a, a horse race right to the end, but it still might be because he's got a terrific ground game in the T, which is the middle of the state and then across the northern tier of the state. And that's where his strength is. It isn't in Pittsburgh or Philadelphia. But the fact of the matter is that Doug is a solid candidate. He's a good candidate. There's nothing wrong with his ideas. Uh, he's a he's a, a, a colonel in the army for 30 years. He fought in three wars and he and he this this is the guy that rescued kids from an orphanage in Afghanistan and he and, and got awards for it. I mean, we have a good, solid candidate for governor here. And if the red wave is big enough, it just might sweep yeah. him into the governorship. 
Ernie, thank you. Nobody knows Pennsylvania better than uh, you do. Tell Jim Bognet and the team. Jim, I, you say he's a top 10. He may be top three. That's how important it is. That's how important because Scranton, as Scranton goes, I think the nation goes. So it's uh, it's the it's the backbone of this country. So thank you, everybody up there, and tell Bognet fight on. Yeah. Ernie Priat, that guy's an original, old combat Marine from Vietnam. Let's go to Abe Hamaday, uh, another Army officer. Actually, he was a Marine. Abe's in the Army. Abe, tell us about Arizona. The DOJ today is getting involved. They got a federal judge saying it's okay to do the ballot watching. And I don't need you to talk about specifics of the case, but why is DOJ always intruding? They sent that letter in May of 2021 saying, hey, if you're going to canvas, could be criminal activity. Now they're saying it could be criminal activity for watching the bus. What does the Department of Justice have against the state of Arizona and the citizens out there in the railhead of the MAGA movement, sir? Good to be with you, Steve, again, but you're exactly right. This is constantly what happens when the Democrats take power. Remember back during the Obama years, and you had the Black Panthers literally standing outside polling locations, um, you know, threatening people. So that's where it's, you know, interesting how the media doesn't highlight that. But I actually got asked this question the other day during the press conference with me and Carrie Lake. You know, I, I went back against the media, too. I mean, the media here just last week, they actually published a donor of mine, his face, and they wrote an article about it. He's a prominent lawyer in town, and they published it. And they're basically trying to intimidate him. And I told them that what you're engaging in is donor intimidation. So that's what's happening right now. But, you know, everybody, if they can exercise their constitutional amendment rights, which is to you know, make sure we have a safe and secure election, go ahead. I mean, that's that's ultimately what's at stake is well, how is it different than uh, than what they're doing right now? So, you know, I'm optimistic. I'm glad that the judge ruled that way. It was a Trump appointed judge. And that's what's happening right now. People are waking up. Uh, Abe, all, now that we're one week away, this is all about get out the vote and the turnout. You, I see you all the time campaigning with Kerry Lake. Tell us where you're going to be tonight, and then what are you over the next couple of days so people can see you or catch you guys on live stream? Absolutely. Yeah, we're tonight we're going to be in Chandler along with Charlie Kirk and Carrie Lake. So it's going to be you know quite a quite a crowd every single time. Carrie Lake draws so many people, and Blake Masters is doing incredibly well, and Mark Finch um, is going to get across the finish line too. But Steve, this is where it's really scary. The censorship that's going on with big tech. I don't know if you just saw yesterday how. You know, apparently DHS is now it was colluding with Facebook and these big tech corporations and trying to suppress information. So that's where, you know, although Obama, uh, although Biden got rid of his disinformation board, it basically is still going on. And I've said it on day one when I take office, Steve, big tech's going to be on notice because if they're colluding with the government, they are becoming agents of the state. And we have the I have a duty to protect my citizens First Amendment rights. So we're going to go on offense against big tech right now. And that's honestly what I hear on the ground is that's what's really motivating people right now is they understand everybody is so exhausted of the hell that Democrats have put us through, whether it's them taking over the government functions, also taking over boardrooms. I mean, big tech, big business can be as tyrannical as big government. And that's exactly what I intend to fight back when I'm attorney general. By the way, the reason we had Abe on some of the next hour on this very topic, I got Andy Biggs from Arizona. I've got Mike Davis, the great Mike Davis from Grassley's committee. And I've got uh, Darren Beatty talking about this exact explosive. I got to tell you, Abe, this one's explosive. How do they get to you on social media and how do they find out more about the campaign and particularly more about your rally tonight? Absolutely. They can go to abe4ag.com, abe4ag.com. And they can go on my Twitter, on my truth at Abraham Hamaday. 
And, uh, you know, we have seven days left, Steve. And, you know, today is actually the one-year anniversary of my campaign announcement. So one year ago today, I was at 0% in the polls. Nobody knew who the hell I was, Steve. And here we are. We've been like a rocket ship, right? We got 34% of the primary vote. And now I'm about to be the next attorney general as long as we get every single Republican to get out the vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Vote Republican up and down. We need Mark Bincham. We need Blake Masters. We need Carrie Lake. We need Abe Hamaday for attorney general. By the way, your the War Room audience has loved you from day one, brother. Abe Hamaday. Make sure everybody in Arizona is on that site. Short break. Tiffany Justice, the Moms for Liberty, next. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. TPA US, let me do this again. TP USA, thank you, producer. TP USA, I tell you what, I'll speak, you produce. How's that? TPUSA.com slash war room. That's Charlie Kirk and the team. They're putting on this, <clears throat> they're putting on this uh, rally tonight for Carrie Lake and the entire ticket. Grace Chung, Jane Zirkle, Captain Bannon, the Bannon Savage Angels are going to be doing all night. In fact, they're doing the Brett Bear thing on Fox with a live stream up on Getter. Uh, they're going to do uh, try to do the Doug Mastriano, if we can find out when that's going to be from Penn State. They're also going to do um, the, um, the one in Arizona tonight with Kerry Lake. They're going to have live commentary going the entire time. But Charlie Kirk's putting it all. Go to tpusa.com. They got the big America Fest in the middle of December. You can sign up. Tucker's going to be there. Candace is going to be there. Stephen K. Bannon is going to be there. Prasovic, Kirk, hundreds of others. This thing's going to be huge. Also, you get half price off his book, The College Scam. If you want to know about the trillion dollars that's about to be dropped on your head off the deadbeat social justice warriors, bang. You just got to read it. As only Charlie Kirk can write it. It's absolutely amazing. It tells you the whole thing about it. And remember, Charlie didn't go to college. And look what he's built. One of the great apparatuses in this country. Okay, so much breaking news. St. Anselm in uh, in New Hampshire, the college where they have the, the presidential debates because New Hampshire's first in the country. They're very serious on polling. They have a poll out, just came out. Our own Caroline Levitt 
wait for it, up six points. Caroline Levitt up six, Baldick up one. We're going to try to track those guys down tomorrow. They're on fire. And Levitt, in fact, if we go to Daily Mail, they got a huge piece, I think exclusive on Caroline. We ought to try to pull that off the page. Let me put it up on my getter page. Let's go to Tiffany Justice uh, with Moms for Liberty. Tiffany, you have 200, I think, and 70 endorsed um, individuals running for school boards. As we just see in the Wall Street Journal, there's a 26% shift in uh, independent or in women, suburban women. Uh, I happen to think that's from the injections and the parental rights. That can, I mean, the economy is huge. Don't get me wrong. But there's other elements in that, too, to have it shift so rapidly. What say you, ma'am? I think you're right. I think that analysis is true. I think what you're seeing right now in America is very exciting. You have a whole new group of people that have been activated uh, to get more involved in politics and government. I, I, we have seen that this government does not work well without it. So, yes, the economy is definitely an issue that every American is struggling with right now. But the, the real push to get involved was parental rights, was the fact that when parents came and tried to speak at school board meetings and have their voices heard or went to their elected representatives to kind of address some of the things that were happening with COVID, it fell on deaf ears. And sometimes the door was shut in their face and they said, enough of that. Uh, we're going to claim that seat. And so that's exactly what you're seeing happen. So, yes, sir, 270 uh, endorsements across the country. Our chapters have been working hard to vet and endorse candidates, and we're very excited for next Tuesday. Uh, we do believe that uh, we're going to see a lot of success and a lot of change school boards around the country. I want to make sure people understand this, because I keep saying you're going to break the, and I understand you guys are, are, are bipartisan, as you should be, but you've got all, you got these uh, state legislature races, you got secretaries of state, AGs, uh, prosecutors, all the way up to the House and the Senate. But what is this fight for the school boards is a fight for what? Because it kind of transcends politics. Tell us what the fight for the school boards are. And now the Moms for America, Moms for Liberty are like, boom, on it. Why is this so important? Why is this such an important moment in American history? The, the government closest to you is, is the one that's affecting you the most. And we believe in limited government um, at Moms for Liberty. And so just that connection between your local elected officials that are there to represent the community in your schools is, is incredibly important. And teachers unions have been in control. They have been pushing for school board candidates. They have been working, controlling schools for a very long time. And everyone has seen now that teachers unions cannot be trusted. In fact, Peter Schweitzer's Government Accountability Institute just put out in a, a report on union funding. If you want to talk about that a little bit, how it has changed over the past, um, even the past four years, how it has changed. But they brought in like $565 million in dues that they have spent in mostly political activity, not representation of their members. And it's shocking. And so, you know, parents are seeing now that there are these groups that are really controlling schools around the country. And, and these are our children and no one else gets to make decisions for them. You know, I always say uh, we do not co-parent with the government. So um, I think that's the difference here. This is a heart matter. Um, and, and I think it's really going to drive people out to the polls and, and people are going to be voting starting at the bottom of the ballot. You talk about that as the founding chairman of Government Accountability Institute. We did a lot of great work in the old days, and Peter and the team over there still do great work today. Give us, give us just the math because these guys really get into the details. Give us the math on that explosive report they just put out. They really do. So again, I said they had collected about five hundred and seventy-five million in dues, um, and. Over the past four years, the NEA has spent more money on political activities and lobbying than their traditional representative activities. So just to give you a little highlight from the report, it's important to also note, 
approximately 57% of teachers call themselves Republicans or independents, yet almost 100% of the union spending supports Democrats and progressive candidates in policy positions. So just to see how to, out of touch maybe they are with actually the teachers in the schools. Um, so let's look here for a second. Um, in 2020 election cycle, 100% of the 59 million in contributions to outside groups by the NEA and AFT went to liberal causes. Um, they routinely make con campaign donations to people like Nancy Pelosi, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Bernie Sanders. Um, from 2018 to 2020, the AFT and the NEA donated $1.475 million to Stacey Abrams' Fair Fight Political Action Committee. Um, and compared 2005 to 2021, spending by the NEA and the AFT on political activities and lobbying increased by $74 million dollars. During the wow. same 16-year period, spending on teacher representational activities increased by 5.3 million. Um, as a kicker, uh, you know, we just released our 990. There, there hasn't. There was a couple snarky articles written about it. We spent some money on an uh, on um, helping uh, with our political committee, putting out some text campaign stuff, and that was our Florida political committee. But just to note, 2020, the AFP paid their retiring secretary treasurer 1.4 million dollars in compensation. So this is the wow. amount of money that's being spent. Um, and the other thing of note that I think is important is sometimes the union isn't actually, you know, using their money directly. They're giving it to activist organizations who are then doing their work inside the schools. And they are really usurping the power and authority of their school board in that way. Um, so it's something very important to remember. And that's why Moms for Liberty uh, groups like us are so important, because we are in the front line fighting this behemoth. And so I'm wearing my hat today. Um, for those of you that don't know, the majority of the money that we raised in our first year was from merchandise, from T-shirts and hats. If you uh, feel like you want to help to donate to Moms for Liberty, you can go to our website and check it out because we really are up against such a monster. 270 endorsed candidates. We're going to spend time on election night in the run-up to that to get to all of them. What's your social media, Tiffany? MomsForLiberty.org. You can go to the website, click on the map, start a chapter. If you don't have a chapter in your area, we need you to start a chapter and start activating your local community um, to action, uh, to, to take back our government and our school boards. You see the parent pledge there. Go check that out as well on the website. You can follow us on uh, Facebook, find your local chapters on Twitter. I'm at for Tiffany Justice. Tina Deskovich is also on Twitter, as well as Moms, the number four Liberty on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, on um, all kinds of stuff, <laughs> all the social media. Um, but we're, we're doing everything we can to cover the ground. No, I got to tell you, you're up against it. The teachers union is a behemoth. Over half a billion uh, dollars of, uh, of fee, uh, donations and fees. Incredible. Tiffany, thank you so much. 270, seven days ago, and you got 270 endorsed, uh, verified, vetted, and endorsed candidates. We're going to stay close to that one. You gotta we've got to take over these school boards. Make sure everybody out there is signed up for something. You can go to warroom.org. You can go to all of our getters. You can get there. You've got all the different you click through. There's no excuse at all for you not to be engaged. Remember, you're going to want to have a piece of this, piece of this victory. One of the races not getting enough attention, but we're going to do it in the last seven days is the Senate race in New York. Remember, New York is the heart right now. Elise Stefanik's telling us we could take back the house just on the wins we're going to get in the, uh, in the house races in New York. Uh, Lee, uh, Lee Zeldin is absolutely in a dead heat with Hochul. Okay. This thing is tightening up. In fact, a Trafalgar damn good, uh, polling institute got Lee up one. The center race, Joe Pinion joins us. Uh, Joe, let's play this call. I want to play the clip from Joe against Schumer. He's running against Chuck Schumer. Let's play the clip from the debate. 
Well, let's be very clear. Uh, the mayor of New York City just declared a state of emergency for a migrant crisis. Chuck Schumer spent two years saying was a figment of our imagination. Uh, you deal it with securing the border. Uh, it is not equal level terrain. Some places need a fence. Some places need a wall. Some places need more boots on the ground. But secure it, you must. We need to go back to the stay in Mexico policy. We need to make sure that the asylum process is cleaner, that people don't have to go through such a process that is so convoluted. But more importantly, we need to make sure that there's accountability for people to come. There are four million people waiting in line to come to this country legally. We need to make sure we're not hiring 87,000 IRS agents. Perhaps we should hire some more immigration agents to facilitate those 4 million people coming here, many of whom are joining spouses. So that to me is a conscientious plan to get the job done. I think again, when you have less people uh, feeling as if that legal line is not going to move, you'll have more people who are unwilling to swim across the Rio Grande because people are taking their life into their hands, okay. pursuing an American dream. They were told Thank by you, this Mr. president Pinion. to pursue a leak. Joe Pinion, uh, Chuck Schumer should have gotten a standing A count right there. That debate was one-sided. It was a magnificent. Walk us through your race against Chuck Schumer, sir. Look, we said from the beginning this was not going to be about money, though money helps. The man had $28 million in the bank when he declared. But what we knew was that we thought that at this particular point, seven days from the election, what would be on the minds of people? It would be the electric bills that had seniors terrified. And there was Chuck Schumer on the stage saying that he had a plan to lower the electric bills 30 years from now. We thought it would be about parents fresh off the opening of a new school year, uh, learning that they'd have a government trying to mandate the jab. And there was Chuck Schumer saying that he was not only open to mandating the jab, but that he was open to putting the mask back on the face of our beautiful children. He was also saying that he was going to try to pack the Supreme Court, that he was open to evaluating the situation. So uh, America is under attack. The man who kept us from keeping America great is now hell-bent on destroying the republic that we love. And that is why here we are on the precipice of making history, defeating Charles Ellis Schumer and sending him to the retirement of politics once and for all. Walk me through the mechanics. How are we going to get there? Because I understand, oh, by the way, all that money came from the lobbyists and the tech oligarchs and because Schumer does their bidding. I mean, he's, he's bought and paid for by those guys. What is your process? You got about a minute here. We're going to hold you through the break. Walk us through the process of how Joe Pinion, this is David versus Goliath. How does David, uh, how does David win? Well, look, we have to get in front of every television camera that we can. Then all the people on the other side of those cameras have to talk about us on social media. They have to tell their friends about us. This is simply a word of mouth game. We get the 40 percent name ID. Chuck Schumer doesn't stand a chance. The only reason why he is still here, in spite of spending seven point five million dollars on TV alone in the last 30 days, is because you've got big tech with their thumb on the scale, corporate media trying to pretend we don't exist. We, the people, have the power to topple this blind giant, as I said in the debate, but it's going to require us to galvanize the public and let them know that they have a chance to send this man away and prevent him from destroying this nation that we love anymore. Joe, hang on for a second. We're going to take a short commercial break. Remember, for all the MAGA audience, for all the War Room audience, particularly in upstate New York, Lee Zeldin and the team have done the job in Manhattan. They're over 30%. They're doing an amazing job on Long Island. This is for Trump country. If Trump country represents, and I'm giving you a name check, you got some of the greatest patriots upstate New York. 
My daughter went to West Point. I was able to go up the Hudson Valley and then go all over the entire state for four years. It is a magnificent place with magnificent patriots. You step up to the plate. Joe Pinion is going to be in the United States Senate. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. Friends, if you're thinking about stocking up on emergency food because of what's going on in the world, now is the time to do it. Farmers are warning everyone who will listen. Food shortages are next. That's why I urge you to go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com right now. To help the American family, My Patriot Supply is offering a 20% discount off their three-month emergency food kit. This kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks for one person for three solid months. As you know, this food stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it's ready the moment you need it. And it's designed to give you more than 2,000 calories a day. That's 2,000 calories a day. So you won't go hungry and you'll keep up your strength during any crisis. Save 20% on this three-month kit at preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Stock up now with the price this low. Your orders ship fast and free in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now prepare with bannon.com right now take action use your agency action 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 getter has arrived the new social media taking on big tech protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, right now on Getter, the Doug Mastriano uh, rally with Jack Posobiec is on Mo Captain Bannon's Getter right now at 6 p.m. We're going to continue the second hour of the show, but you can go to uh, my personal Getter and you see the Ohio Senate Town Hall that we're going to be giving live commentary for. At 7.30 p.m., the Savage Angels, all three of them call Fox Populi, on War Room Getter, that's where the audience can tell us exactly what you're doing to actually make sure this happens next. We can give your own personal experience, and we'll have people up. We're going to do that every night going forward. At 10.30 p.m. on the East Coast, Eastern Daylight Time, we're going to be live at the Cary Lake with Charlie Kirk, Cary Lake. And you never know, maybe a surprise appearance by a couple of other folks. Okay, Joe Pinion, we're going to have you back on tomorrow. I need your social media and how do people – Joe Pinion – is taking on Schumer, and I'm saying right now, I think he's got a shot to beat Schumer. He just needs name ID, exposure, and we need those folks in upstate New York. Come on, MAGA. You've got it. We've got this right there. All the Trump supporters. Joe, how do people get to you, brother? They can find me at Joe Pinion on Getter uh, on Twitter. It's Joseph Pinion or Joe Pinion. Find us at both uh, Instagram. I am Joe Pinion, but this is the moment. We've got to dig in, folks, make sure that we can send Chuck Schumer packing. After 42 years in D.C., his days are numbered if we show up, if we vote, if we determine that we're going to keep America free. We're going to do it. And Joe Pinion is the kind of guy we need in the U.S. Senate. Joe, thank you. See you tomorrow. Uh, Todd Benzman and Oscar Blue are down in Tijuana. Guys, tell us where you are. We're going to have you back on tomorrow. we got more time. I can't let this go with you two guys there. Tell us what's going on. Well, we are live from a shelter that is called Agape Shelter, a shelter that has a lot of activity, Mr. Bannon. And we are basically, uh, Todd Benzman today came over here to study and to do a great study of the difference and the multicultural migration that is happening over here 
and that ultimately it is continuing with this uh, with this Biden open border policy. Sir. Hold it, Oscar. What the hell? You you actually putting you're actually putting Todd Benzman to work? Normally, I got Todd in a blazer. He's looking good. What in the hell's Benzman? What in the hell's going on down there, brother? What's going on? Uh, I'll tell you what. It's one thing to just parachute into the border area like a bee, uh, a gringo like me. Another thing, this guy's living it every day, and I'm learning more just from just being in his jeep all day long than uh, talking to the migrants here. But the fact of the matter is that this is a very interesting part of the border crisis. It's different. This is California. Uh, this region over here is not experiencing the same kind mm. of mass migration mm. as it is over in Texas, where I live. Uh, here, you have, uh, for example, this morning, I spent uh, yesterday with Chechen immigrants who are coming all the way in from Chechnya, from Uzbekistan, from Tajikistan. And Lovely. I'm spending a lot of time with those guys. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to There's no countries. Guys. By the way, there's no countries between uh, Chechen and, and, uh, and Uzbekistan and here, right? In the U.S. border. They stop it. <laughs> guys, it sounds a little messed up. We got to go real quickly. Watch the social media, Oscar. How can people follow what you guys are doing on Real America's Voice and with your social media? Oscar Blue on Getter, sir. Oscar Blue on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and OscarBlueRamirez.com. Where's Todd? Where do they get you, brother? Benzman at Getter is the best place. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Benzman, uh, don't let Oscar work you too hard and watch out for the Jeep. Um, <laughs> Benzman, man, gets down with Oscar. You don't know what's going to happen. Tierman, tonight in Brazil for Patriots. Tonight is the night. Are we going to have a Brazilian spring or are we not, Matthew Tierman? Well, you know, one thing I learned on Wall Street is you never bet on things you don't actually at least think you have certainty or some level of knowledge. Hey, it's anyone's game at this point, but the momentum is starting to be built. It's starting to be created on the ground. And this is the brilliance of what Bolsonaro did with his non-concession that the New York Times, the lying New York Times, Trump, uh, Trump called them, uh, and the spin in their breaking news alert. Oh, he conceded. He did not concede. All he did was say, we're going to follow the Constitution, and they're going to subliminally message that to their groups and, you know, the, the lefty, globalist, interconnected elite, whether it's in the media and the academy uh, and in the, the heads of state in France and Germany. Uh, but the people are not going to take this lying down as they're chanting, we will not be led by a transnational criminal, a convict. Everybody knows he was corrupt and that he was released by the judges him and his cronies, who were also convicted, previously appointed, like but, Bill but, Marusi. But, 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 Matthew, but, Matthew, hang over a second. I want to talk about the Supreme Court justice. But you've seen an uprising in the streets with Bolsonaro giving no guides. And, nobody, and really, a lot of his compatriots that won all these seats in the House kind of saying, hey, maybe it's not so bad. This is the Brazilian people. And what you've had, you've had the party of Davos led by the Biden regime, you've had them pour in immediately and embrace, and they know what's going to happen. The Amazon's going to be a protectorate under the party of Davos, and the CCP is going to be everywhere else. The people in Brazil understand what's going on. Am I incorrect in that, sir? I mean, how often do we disagree, Steve? Certainly uh, only about some places in Eastern Europe, but generally we're on the same page. Uh I, you know, in the article I wrote, the 5,000 words that kind of kicked this off, that I've been working on essentially from the moment we were detained last September. And I said, I'm going to do a deep dive to understand what's going on in Brazil. What are these Brazilians, the, the right, Eduardo and the Bolsonaro family telling Jason and me? Uh, what I learned was that Brazilian politics 
is still Latin American politics for the last 50 years. Everyone remembers the Latin America of the 70s. And the Congress is broken down to quintile. And so even if you have 50% left, 50% right, a good chunk of those righties are squishes and they're not willing to fight. Their, their views and their stances are fungible. Half of the righties, half of the lefties in Brazilian Congress are in the same corrupt cabals of the business circles that have been ruling Latin America for generations. That's why Bolsonaro was such a breath of fresh air. Former yes. military, honest congressman, uh, believes in God and doesn't the, hide hide from that at the, all. The, 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 the Trump of the tropics. Matthew, yeah. we got to bounce. I need people need your social media because tonight is a very important night in Brazilian history. Where do they go? At Matthew Termond, M A T T H E W T Y R M A N D. Getter, Twitter. We shall see if the people are inspired by Bolsonaro's non-concession. It was not a concession. I think he gave him a you know a heads up. You have a constitutional right to protest. He gave him a roadmap. Termond, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Okay, we're going to Arizona next. We got Andy Biggs. We got John Yep. They're trying to ch- shut down the uh, traditional Catholic vote. Who's trying to do it? The Catholic bishops. We've got Mike Davis, Darren Beatty, and we're going back to Brazil. All next hour. Where in the worm? Stick around. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 